0: Welcome back, my beautiful people, to another episode of Talk It Up with Tierra Monique. I am Tierra Monique, and it is time to talk it up. Well, I hope you all are having a great and wonderful day. It is Tuesday, February the 2nd, 2021. I am having a great day. I am actually in the car, y'all. These are kind of like car chronicles today. I'm waiting on my son. He is having his first interview for a job. And I'm excited for him. He's 16 and he is about to learn the true value of a dollar <laughs> from <laughs> from being able to have to take care of his own money. His father and I have taught him very well about money, but you know, with kids, they don't never really know unless they have their own. So he's about to have his own while working for it. And I'm very proud of him for wanting to get a job. We never make them want to get a job because we want them to focus on school, but he said that he can do school and work so we're going to see how that works out but i hope y'all are doing really good today it is very cold <laughs> over here on my neck of the woods it was snowing earlier today but now it is like a light drizzle of rain or something but it is cold y'all winter is here february is here black history month is here say it loud the Dun- i'm black and i'm proud and it's the month of love valentine's day is in this month as well do your best to celebrate both love and black history remember black history month is not just for us to celebrate in 28 days it's for us to uh basically show the world What black history is all about and to also continue to celebrate after february so don't be those who say why they gotta put black history in the shortest month of the year you can't say that if you're not even celebrating black history in the month of february so (laughs) if you're not even celebrating black history outside of february or even in the month of february don't let that be your reason For trying to complain about something else. Okay? Celebrate Black History 365. You are Black 365. Celebrate it 365. And if you're not Black, hey, celebrate it anyway. And you can find something to celebrate. I can tell you, I could be honest right now. I'm not thinking about it every day. But I'm Black. So there are a lot of things that I can celebrate. And I probably should start celebrating. But I digress. (laughs) I do want to say that I do have a black uh, history moment, I guess you can say. Um, In 1865, John S. Rock was the first African American to practice law before the U.S. Supreme Court. So I did not know that. I never heard of him before. and He was on my African American heritage calendar with Barack Obama on it. Barack Obama, I like saying his name. <laughs> president Barack Obama, our forever president. So, yes, John S. Rock, the first African-American to practice law before the U.S. Supreme Court in 1865. So, that means that you can be the first African-American to do whatever you want to do. Or be the first Latina to do whatever you want to do. Or the first Asian or the first whatever you are. To do whatever you want to do. Your race, your ethnic background does not have to stop you from becoming what you want to become. Even though the opposition may be stacked against you because of negative stereotypes. and And, and the negative narratives that society has tried to put against black and brown people. You still have the opportunity to become the first at whatever you want to do. Or not even the first something. You still have the opportunity to become whatever you want to become. If you're asking for much, then you have to do the work. Too much is given, too much is required. So if you want something, you got to do what's required of you to get there. Okay? And you can do it. I believe you can do it. I believe I can do it. If you want success... You gotta be successful. You have to be successful-minded. So you can do it, okay? All right, so let's pray, y'all. Thank you, God, for today. Thank you, God, for this podcast. Thank you, God, for my listeners. I pray that they will get something from me today, that I will speak from my heart. I will speak from what you have already given me, God, and that someone will be ever, will be changed. Their mind will be changed. The way they used to think about something will be changed. For the better, the and not for the worse. in Jesus name I pray amen amen y'all all right so story time <laughs> cue the music <laughs> all right y'all story time so um today's podcast is titled he'll help you if you let him that is like one of those um christianese baptist type uh phrases that we used to say and we still say right now in the church and even in our own families and it has something to do with god um so many times we always ask god to help us to do things but we have to ask ourselves do we really want his help or do we want to put on the persona or the front to say god i'm asking you But I really want to do it my way, you know? And so they'll say, you know, girl, he'll help you if you let him. So if you, God will help you (laughs) if you let him help you. God's not going to do anything that you don't allow him to do. He's not a God who's going to make you do something. He is a God of free will, okay? He will help you if you let him. Now, regarding story time, my grandmother has... A rollator. Okay, she is not able to walk freely um, around her house or anywhere without it. She tries, but it's better for her to have it. And because she's getting up in age, she does not like to depend on anyone to help her. Um, she likes to do it on her own, and we like for her to do things on her own. You know, within her her reach, within her limits. You know, we don't want her to overdo it. Um, but because of her not wanting to give up her independence, she'll try to walk around without her rollator. Okay? And if you don't know what a rollator is, it's like, um, have you ever seen a, um, uh, gosh, it's high, like a cart. It's like a little, it's like a look, got wheels on it, and you push it. <laughs> if that makes sense. We got like three wheels on it, and you push it, and you're all good to go. So, um, she, uh, she was trying to walk with it today, walk without it today. do I'm like, grandma, your rollator is right there. So I say, grandma, just use a rollator. And you know, she does not want to use a rollator. And that is just like how we are today help right next to us, but we don't want to use it. She has that roller right next to her and she doesn't want to use it. She doesn't want to use it to help her get to where she has to go. Knowing that if she doesn't use it, it's going to take her longer to get to the bathroom, to get to the kitchen, to get to her her recliner, or even to get back in her room to go to bed. But when we're stubborn and we don't want to... Um, face the reality that we do need help and that it doesn't mean that We're less than just because we need help. Have you ever been in a situation? I don't asked you before Have you ever had a, a Opportunity to ask for help or to get help but you didn't get it because you were too prideful or too shame or you didn't want anybody to think that you couldn't do it or you want to uphold this big i'm independent i'm independent woman or i'm a man i could do it myself but the help was right there and all you had to do was ask for it and it was and it would have been given to you and that's what today's podcast all is going to be about but it's going to be in the realm of relationships like i said it is february I always said <laughs> I say that so fast but it is february the month of love and a lot of us we do not allow god to help us in the area of relationships so we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of this podcast when we come back from a word from our sponsor all right so welcome back episode 46 He'll help you if you let him. God will help you if you let him, y'all. So, let me go ahead and give you a little backstory to this. Before there were alarm clocks, okay? There were birds chirping, the rooster crowing, the sun rays shining through the clouds to wake us up. Now, you know, in 2021, we have alarm clock radios, we have our cell phone alarms. We have Alexa. <laughs> and if you're like me, you got your kid who's gonna wake you up early in the morning, even though they slept late at night. <laughs> they didn't go to bed till late at night. They still wake up, they still wake up with the birds. It don't even matter. But times have changed. But the same power, an infinite being that created the birds to sing, the rooster to crow, and the sun to shine has always remained the same. Do you think the God of way back when, who used his creation to help us, can still use his creation today to help you? God does not change in helping you, but he will switch it up on how he does it. That there lies the problem that we all have, especially in relationships. We're trying to figure out how God is going to do it. We think will he we think you know well he rescued me last time while i was procrastinating and doing my own thing and all i had to do was say god in the name of jesus i called on the lord he heard my cry and he reached down and he saved me from myself you know that sounds good and christian and all cliche and stuff but don't you think god is looking at you like fam are you serious? Didn't I save you from this last time? Didn't I save you from the same kind of relationship? The same kind of dude? The same kind of woman? And you went back and you did it again? Y'all, God does not like to be mocked. <laughs> and that's Bible. He will save you and help you if you let him. Now I know you lights like Tierra. What does that have to do with relationships, Tierra Monique? I'm glad you asked. See, in dating and relationships, we tend to think if we keep doing the same thing to achieve our love goals, we'll get different results. And that is wrong. Then we find ourselves back in the same place with the wrong person. We run back to God and say, God, I promise it's time I'm going to let you take control of my love life. I knew fine Fred wasn't the right person for me. I knew Big Booty Judy wasn't a fit for my purpose Send me the right one, Lord Let me see him and let him see me (laughs) I won't put them before you anymore, God And on and on and on the lies we tell God Keep us thinking You know, God, he knows my heart If I mess up, he'll help me Yeah, he knows your heart And he knows when you're lying, too Yes, God will never leave you or forsake you But he will teach you a lesson. And here's how I know. So, I used to think I was going to get a man and get married the same way I did before. Okay? So, many years ago, (laughs) I met my ex-husband. I was living at home with my grandma. I was working but not really focused on school. Because I was in school too. Uh, While well, I was in college, I was spoiled, y'all. I was so spoiled, but I still was able to meet someone who would love me. Now we were doing the most on our in our dating and relationship stage. You know, we was having sex, we was drinking really heavy. Well, you know, <laughs> I was doing most of that, but we were partying a lot. We would we would go to church, but we would only read and pray. We would only read the Bible and pray hard we went out on missions that's it and a year later i was engaged and a month after that i was married okay so when i say missions i'm not talking about we were missionaries i'm saying like we would pray when he would go out on missions <laughs> let me when he because he was in the military so whenever he would have to go out on missions we would pray read the bible but then we'd be back to our to our you know our foolery <laughs> okay so a year later after all that we were engaged And then a month after that, we got married, okay? Now, fast forward, okay, to almost seven years ago. Now, once I got divorced, okay, I wanted to get married again. But I really wasn't done with playing around. Because that's what it was. I played around in my marriage. Yes, I cheated. And I played around after, okay? But when I met this person, okay... I, I said, okay. I got my second chance at love. I thought he was for me. I went all in, y'all. <clears throat> Excuse me. I went all in. But I tried to get him to marry me the same way that I got married the first time. Now, when I met my husband, I wasn't my ex-husband. I really wasn't thinking marriage until it got real serious. But with this possible new love, I was thinking marriage from jump street. So I did what I did before. I was very accommodating, okay? I made myself available at all times. I gave up the sex, the butt, butt on the regular. I was doing the most, okay? My, my, I was very aggressive with it. My libido was high because I was in my 30s. I was helping him pay bills. I was loaning him my car when his car got repossessed. I helped put a down payment on his new ride. I gave him a bank card for when he traveled for work just so he can fill up his car tank or you know pay for his his uh his hotel before the before his job paid for. It. Okay, okay. I was doing the most. I was cooking for him, I was cleaning his crib, I was doing everything. I was like, you know, for sure he is going to marry me. He even mentioned marriage one time. And my hair blew up. Now, I wasn't doing all those things just to get married. But I was thinking, this is what a man needs for me to show him how much I loved him. So he can stay around and keep me. Keep me, (laughs) y'all. What was I thinking? I was like, God, this is the one. God, please let him be the one. I was begging him. You know, like the the friend on Princess and Frog, Princess Tiana, she had that friend. And she was like, please, please. That's how it was. I was like, please, God, let him be the one. And God said, you know, I hear you, but nah, not this time. Well, I'm not with him today. Okay, y'all? He was still married. (laughs) He told me he was getting divorced. Nah, he wasn't getting a divorce. He lied to me. And his now ex-wife. And he probably had another chick on the side. I for sure thought God was going to bless me with him. But he let me go through all of that mess to show me this is not how we do this. This is not how you're going to have your second chance in love and marriage. God let me be wrong and still get married the first time. And great things happen after that. My ex-husband And I got closer to God and had a family, but we bought a house, you know, but I was still broken. When certain things triggered me in my, in my, in my own marriage, I would act out with my words and then with my behavior by cheating. So when I met the new guy after the divorce, I was trying to right my wrong with the wrong one in the wrong way. Okay. Your love life journey, it might not be as extreme and toxic as mine, or it may be worse, but you can't have a successful relationship without doing it God's way. There is no success like God's success. Without trusting God to help you find the one or be ready for the right one, you have to seriously let go and let God. It sounds cliche, but it's so true. You may get a man, ladies, with your legs wide open all the time, but you cannot keep him there. Fellas, you may get a woman with your wallet open, always trying to buy her something, but you cannot keep her there. There's always going to be something more to be desired from them and expected from you. You have to bring more to the relationship table than sex, good looks and money okay deep meaningful purposeful relationships require deep connections deep conversations the trying of one's patience y'all gotta go through something you know take a trip together i know it's covid out here but you gotta figure out how this person you know reacts to certain things how they live i mean it's a lot of stuff you gotta learn about somebody and you especially got to figure out, can you be patient enough for them? You have to ask yourself, do I value this person enough to pick up his drawers if he leaves them on the floor next to the laundry hamper? Do I value this person enough to listen to her go on and on and on about her messy friends that she need to let go only so she can vent to me and so her venting will not build up and then her take it out on me you also have to ask do we value each other enough to fill in the gaps where we are weak and need help to keep going and growing on our spiritual individual purpose so we can be strong in our collective purpose as a couple or a married couple you have to find out what your why is when it comes to relationships and dating What are you doing it for? And why won't you let God help you become the person that you need to become so that you can be the right wife and the right husband for that person that's coming along? Or if you're not even seeking marriage right now, if marriage is far from your head, but you want to date with purpose, meaning you want to build with someone As far as get to know someone and, you know, do a relationship and hopefully it it becomes marriage. But right now, you're not trying to rush into it. I'm not saying that I'm rushing but I'm just saying, you know, you're not really marriage minded right now, but you are commitment minded. Why won't you let God help you with the right person? And And that right person is the wrong thing to say. I'm gonna go further into that later. But why won't you let God help you get ready for that? Because he will help you. Now, God's not a genie in a bottle. He's not going to help you by dropping him or her on all off on the front step of your house. That's not going to happen. But just like he used the birds, remember the birds, and the sun and the rooster to wake us up. He'll use your friend, a family member, a life coach, a therapy, a podcast, a sermon, or a book. To help you get prepared and positioned for your purpose. Your fit. So remember I said something about the right one? How we should stop using that? So here's my thought about that. Because anybody could be the right one. Especially based on your current situation. And it leads to thinking of perfection instead of purpose. So instead of saying the right one. Okay? Because nobody is perfect. You shouldn't be thinking, oh, the right one is going to be perfect. You should be thinking purpose partner. You should be thinking, God, I want a purpose partner. Someone who will grow with me and pray with me and worship with me, laugh with me, cry with me, parent with me, rejoice with me, correct me and be corrected. Clean up with me, cook with me. chew. he'll buy the food and I'll cook it shoot he'll take out the trash and i'll wash the dishes i may not want to wash dishes but i want to for him or you may not want to do those things but you want to for her i did a whole podcast on the whole topic of i don't want to but i want to go back and listen to that (laughs) but yeah god will help you if you let him but first you got to change your thinking not going to get them the way you got them last time. If that worked, you would still have them, okay? Okay. It's not going to happen like it did the last time, but it's going to happen. Do you believe that? Let that sink in. It's not going to happen like it did the last time, but it's going to happen. This is outside of relationships, but I thought this was a good good thing to 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 leave the podcast on so there is a a comedian or comic whatever you want to call it his name is Kev on stage all right so um he has he had a YouTube segment on his uh YouTube channel Kev on Stage Studios it was called Dear Cut Kev Dear Kev and it was it was so funny but the questions that were sent in were becoming repetitive and you can tell from the behind the scenes. Behind the scenes is the Patreon people, and Patreon is when you know you um, pay a subscription, a monthly subscription, like maybe five dollars or more, uh, to you know basically have a more intimate relationship with the person that you follow, of, of uh, you know a comic or a music artist, whatever. So as a Patreon myself. You could watch him as he records it. And as he was recording these episodes, you can tell how um, it wasn't doing it for him anymore. Because the questions started to become repetitive. And he was like, y'all, you know, come on. (laughs) You gotta give me something else to go with. All these questions are the same. So, you know, it was a great idea for him that he started. And he kept going until he couldn't go no more. Okay. Fast forward to today. God used that same idea and moved it from its original goal to be funny for one platform to now being used for Will Smith's new Facebook Watch series, Dads Just Don't Understand. And it's hosted by who? Kev on stage. And his dear dear Kev idea that he had on YouTube is now been revived and it's now incorporated in the series to give the best worst advice to dads then do you see how god he started out something right and then god revamped it and worked into something else that's how god can help you that's how god can help you kev he started it but god saw that he wanted to work so god said let me take over let me put my God success on it. And now look, this man's mind is blown. Somebody that he follows, who he is a fanatic fan of, Will Smith, has brought him in to the Westbrook Productions Company to use what he was already doing. He was being himself. He let God help him. And when it comes to relationships, we can do the same thing. Your idea is to be married. Your idea is to be in a relationship. Your idea is to be loved. That's what you want. You want to be loved. You want to love somebody else. You want to support them. You want them to support you. You want to grow with someone and build with someone and have a lifelong partnership with them. That's what you want. And God can take that and make it into something that you would never have ever dreamed of. What you're thinking about, God can magnify that thing thing a million times over. But you gotta let him do it. He'll help you if you let him. You don't know what God can do until you let him do it. Okay? So yes, it's love month. Don't get, don't get worried because you now don't have somebody. If you don't have somebody, don't get worried if you haven't gotten that engagement ring yet. Let God help you. Let him point you in the right direction. If this ain't the right person, move out of the way and let God help you. And that goes for any part of your life. Whether it's, if it's relationships, finances, your job, your career, whatever you want to do, let God help you. Let God help you. God is that rollator <laughs> that my grandma was using. <laughs> it's right there for you to use for help. But you got to let him help you. You got to use it. You got to let God be God. You got to use God. And that doesn't mean abuse God. doesn't mean mock God. But you got to be able to know how to tap into God, depend on him, And stop trying to do life by yourself. Okay? Alright. So, thank you so much. I got my little podcast quote of the week. (laughs) And this is it. The way to trust God is not to trust yourself. Okay? So, I know you're like, what? I'm supposed to trust myself? I thought I'm supposed to trust myself. What are you talking about? No, listen to this. Okay? I'm going to say it again. The way to trust God is to not trust yourself so we get it all wrong you know when we say trust in yourself but that's the farthest from the truth we trust god and we believe in ourselves that's how it's supposed to go i believe i can do it because i trust god that he will equip he will equip me with the tools and the knowledge and wisdom to do it christianity is not a fairy tale it's a lifestyle it's not all pray and do nothing it's pray and do something, okay? God is not a genie or 90-minute movie miracle. He's God. He's real. He's loving. And He disciplines. He said if you don't work, <laughs> you don't eat. If you don't put in the work, you don't reap the benefits. You don't reap the harvest. So you trust God first before you trust yourself. The way to trust God is is not to trust yourself because we are flaky. We will give up in a heartbeat if it feels like it's too heavy, if it feels like it's too much work. But if you don't work, you don't eat. If you don't work at it, you trust God first and then you work at it. Don't trust in yourself first, trust in God first, okay? So you can reap the benefits. So you can reap that harvest, okay? Selah, let that sink in, okay? (laughs) Okay? Okay, so thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Talk It Up with Tierra Monique. Follow me, subscribe, share, like, listen to it again. (laughs) You can leave me a message and rate me on Apple. Um, You can also leave me a message on um, Anchor.fm. You can listen to me at Google uh, and Spotify. And so if any of your friends or loved ones, even your enemies... If they have any of those um, apps, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor.fm, they can listen to me on there. If they don't have any of those, which means they're under a rock, <laughs> they can Google my name and Talk It Up With Tierra Monique Podcast, and it will pop up to wherever it is being streamed. You can also reach me at Talk It Up With Tierra Monique on Instagram and Facebook. You can also visit my website, Everything Tierra Monique. You can leave me a message also on there. And you can leave me a message on Instagram. You can go ahead and slide on my DMs and ask me a question. Don't be getting crazy. And any constructive criticism I take. Okay? Okay. So thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate y'all coming along with me on this journey. And I hope I said something today that will resonate with you and make you think a little bit. Um... I'm not an expert on relationships, but I'm an expert on life, my life. Um, So I use my experiences to help you to help me. (laughs) Okay? Okay, so until next time, seek God first in all you do. That's Matthew 6.33. Love yourself. Love other people. Love God. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to other people. And until next time, God bless you and smooches.